All right, let's see some hands. Who here prays the rosary? All right, most of us have our hands raised. That's good. A priest once told me, start praying the rosary every day and it will totally change your life. So before I say anything else in this homily, I just want to encourage you all gathered here, pray the rosary if you don't already. Pray it every day even. It's been a, a total game changer for me and I'm convinced that it will change your life as well. Mary will come and teach you things about life that you could have never come up with on your own. She will expand your heart and she will help to you to receive so much more from God than you ever thought possible. And so that's a pretty good way to kick off a homily all about Mary and her immaculate conception. Pray the rosary every day, okay? But you know, at the very end of the rosary, we pray a prayer called the Hail Holy Queen. And it's the very first line from that prayer that I would like to meditate on for just a few moments in light of this beautiful solemnity that we're celebrating today. And that first line is this, Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. And it's particularly that last word that I want to zero in on. Why on earth would we say that Mary, the mother of Jesus, is our hope? Isn't Jesus our hope? Isn't our Lord crucified and risen again our life, our sweetness, and most certainly our hope? Well, the answer, of course, is yes. Jesus is our ultimate hope. He's the Savior, not Mary. He is the source of all hope. And nobody would ever want to compete with Jesus, right? Nobody can. And Mary, certainly, of all people, would never want to compete with her son Jesus when it comes to who gives us hope, okay? And yet, despite the potential concerns from maybe our non-Catholic Christian brothers and sisters who may still be under the impression that Catholics worship Mary, which we do not, it still remains appropriate for us to pray that prayer at the end of the Holy Rosary. Mary is our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Why? Well, simply put, Mary is living proof that God's grace actually works. She's proof that God's grace does something, it works, that nothing shall be impossible for God. Mary is a human being. She is not God. She's not divine in herself. In fact, she is incredibly lowly. In the grand scheme of things, according to the worldly standards, she's kind of a nobody. But that's precisely the point. She's living, breathing evidence that the Lord's salvation is real that God can actually do what he says that he can with even the lowliest, the littlest, the humblest, the most ordinary of people. And all of that gives us so much hope. It gives us hope that you don't need to be big and important and powerful and influential for God's grace to do something incredible in you. When we are receptive, when we open ourselves up to his divine action to his presence on in our lives every single day, every single moment, we find that grace can work, that it really works. And so that prayer is true after all. Mary is our hope. We can look up to her. We can model our lives after her. We can turn to her with all of our troubles, and we can have hope 
that she will encourage us, saying, the Almighty has done great things for me, and he's going to do great things for you, too. Now, of course, the Lord did something totally new and totally unique at the moment of Mary's conception in her mother's womb. She was totally preserved from the stain, any spot or blemish of original sin. And that was a unique grace. That hasn't happened to anybody else, and it never will happen again. The infinite merits of Jesus' cross and resurrection were preemptively applied to Mary so that she could carry out her mission as the mother of the Redeemer. Now, in stark contrast, we were all conceived with a terminal spiritual illness, the disease of original sin. We were all conceived under the weight of Adam and Eve's guilt, and we still experience the daily effects thereof. We still hide in the garden. We still doubt God's goodness. We still don't trust him. We still fall and fail so easily, tricked so easily by that stupid snake. But here again, Mary reveals herself as our hope. God made her into a masterpiece of his grace. She is full of grace, as the angel Gabriel hailed her as, right? Hail Mary, full of grace. And now we can take refuge under her mantle. We can go to our Immaculate Mother with all of our needs, and she is totally available to help us. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Mary is a good mom, and she rushes to our help. She comes to offer us hope. St. Jose Maria Escriva once said, All the sins of your life seem to be rising up against you. Don't give up hope. On the contrary, call your Holy Mother Mary with the faith and abandonment of a child. She will bring peace to your soul. Anybody who's anybody who's ever prayed the rosary will tell you, this prayer brings me peace. And so as we honor and celebrate Our Lady's holy and immaculate conception today, let's turn to our mother and ask her for that peace for that hope that only her son Jesus really can give us. And so I invite you, repeat after me this little prayer. Mary, my mother, give me hope. Mary, my mother, come help me to receive all the graces God has for me. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Amen.